The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. Unless it's a fat cat that acts like a dog, I don't like cats. Yeah? And that's a difficult thing to say. It's a difficult thing to admit. Because a lot of people are immediately just like, (laughs) It's just, it's their... Attitude. Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities, ladies and gentlemen. We don't like catitude. I, I just don't like. I don't like catitude. <laughs> I like fat cats that don't move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat cats that don't move are fine. Those are. I and and that's a terrible thing. And I'm not saying that I don't understand why people don't li- like why people like cats. Yeah, of course. I get it. Yeah. It's just not me. I get immediately annoyed. <laughs> I just, anytime they want attention, I'm just like, get away from me. Get away from me. To a point where, like, I end up throwing them across the room. <laughs> and I know the data. And, like, I don't want to be that person. No, of course not. I, it's There's no reason. They just want to get a pet. Yeah, it's the pet's fine. I could deal with the pet. The pet's totally fine. It's the noise that gets me. Ah. Yeah. That and, like, anytime, a, like, if a door is closed and you see the paw underneath it, <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still here. It's like, that's why I don't have children. Children yet <laughs> is that I there's something about like I think it's something from being a nanny where you learn that you can't when you have children or a child or, or for years and years and years you are not allowed to go to the bathroom with the door closed you have no closed door bathroom time unless there is a babysitter in the house because you have to look at them yeah. you have to see them and then when they're old enough to get up and move around they're like mom 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 and then it would just be like Jackie 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 and I'm like I am trying to shit and I can't shit if you're saying my name over and over again that's what I was gonna ask it's like so you're, you're taking a dump dump and there's a kid just like you're Having, that or, having you, to stare or she at just stand, or the kid stands there and just stares at you and like what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like what do you think I'm doing? I don't want to talk to you right now. I need a second. But then like you watch the moms where it's like and this is a terrible thing to say where it's like when they can't even take a shower because it's just like ma 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 while yeah. you're in the shower you can't even take a shower by yourself. Can't do it, man. I've learned that definitely. You have you can't take a shower, you can't take a dump, you can't do nothing. The kids there. But the same with I I think that's where the cat thing comes from where I'm just like, "Can I?" Yeah, sometimes the kid him. sometimes the kid comes in takes a shower with you. Sometimes kid takes a dump in the shower. You know that's he doesn't you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know what's going to happen. And I remember one time there was like story. a little boy that was just like he's like, "You know, I could like pee pee I pee pee through your legs." When I was taking a dump, I was like, "Get <laughs> your pee pee out of here." I was like, "Put your diaper back on." Put it, put it back on, and he's just like holding. I'm like, put it <laughs> back on. No, not ready for kids over here either. No, no, no. <laughs> that's no. the name of the game right now. Yeah, that's the name of the game. Name of the game right now is not ready for kids. And you know, sometimes where it's like, I feel like my mom is just like, well, you don't know if you're ready until you have them. And I was like, but if I am saying this, if I can go on a five minute tirade, three and I, a half minutes, three and a half minute tirade, <laughs> I think it means that I'm just not ready yet. Yeah. But when you work with a bunch of women sometimes, and I'm looking at the babies all the time, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a baby. Yeah. With me, I see a baby. I'm like, hey. Hi, baby. <laughs> Are you a baby? <laughs> you look like a baby, but with dogs. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm immediately down on the ground with the dog. I'm just like, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. So, ready for a dog. At least. I think that dogs understand that, like, I never stare at a dog when the dog's taking a shit. Yeah. I look away. Mm-hmm. I give the dog some privacy. I know the dog doesn't know. But I also <laughs> know that a dog will usually be asleep 
and I can go take a shit and the dog's not just like, even if it's standing there, it's paw isn't underneath the door. The door, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just waiting, just wanting to see what's up. It makes me think of the uh, the sex video with um, the guy from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. What's his name? <laughs> with Clark, the Clark Griswold Chevy Chase sex video when he's filming Beverly D'Angelo no, in no, the no, shower. No. I'm talking about in the real life sex video of the guy that's underground Randy Quaid. <laughs> and in the Randy Quaid sex tape, uh-huh. there's a dog barking over through over. the entire the sex. Yeah, and they ignore it the whole time. That's another thing I wouldn't be able to ignore. I know I, <laughs> I've brought that up maybe a hundred times since I've seen the video, but I think about it constantly. I know. It seems to weigh very heavily on your mind. Sometimes I think about it when I'm in the middle of sex. <laughs> like I think about it. It's like, if I heard a dog right now, I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself. But does that mean that you're not enjoying yourself if you're thinking about the dog preventing you no, from enjoying the I sex? I try to shake it away because it's more just All like right. a, a, it's like a, it's like a scratching at my brain where it's like, can you imagine that? That would be crazy. And it's like, Jackie, stop. Focus on what you're doing. Focus on the fuck, Jackie. Yeah, sometimes everybody's mind wanders every once in a while. Everybody's mind always wanders. Yeah, that's just, that's the nature of sex. Your mind wanders. If you have a dick in your mouth, after after the four-minute mark, you're thinking about other things. Just don't want to think about that. You don't have to think about me doing it. Think about the woman whose dick is inside... Your dick is in her mouth. Right, 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 right. They think about other things because that's what makes you keep going. Yeah, when the when the face is in the muff. When the face is in the muff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your mind's going to wander a little bit. It has to. It's the way it goes. And then you can just keep going. It's like yeah. an energizer. You just keep going. You just keep coming back. You're like, oh, wait, nope. I have a task to perform. Yes, I must continue. Yes, I must continue on the road that I have begun walking down. So there you go. That's what that's what's going on inside of my head right now. Well, let's go ahead. Let's get the letters. Let's just kick right the fuck off All with right, letters let's today. Do it. All right. Our first one comes from uh she often she says she goes by her last name, and I like this. She goes by her last name, Mayo. Ooh, god damn, I love Mayo. Oh, I love Mayo. I I'm a mer- I'm more of a miracle whip guy though. See, I think it just depends on how you were raised. See, I am a Hellman's a thousand percent. Uh, no other kind. Only Hellman's. I won't have any other kind. No I Miracle else. Whip? I, I am, Is there any other kind of mayonnaise besides Hellman's? Yeah, because there's the, the off-brand kinds. Mm. And the thing is, I buy off-brand almost everything right. except for mayonnaise. You can't have just capital M may- mayonnaise. I just I can't have it. Or I, I, the one at work is just titled The Real Mayonnaise. <laughs> and I don't think that it is The Real Mayonnaise. <laughs> I mean, it's all just eggs. Egg whites. Oh, excuse me. But mayo here. <laughs> Great right. name, though. Here we go. It says, hey, guys, I really love your show and the whole network. I love posting on both page seven and the last podcast Facebook pages. Thank you for listening. Hell Thank you for posting. Yeah. But I have a typical problem with a sort of atypical twist. Ooh. I cannot stand my boyfriend's best friend. I'll refer to my boyfriend as BF, his best friend, as A. I've been dating BF for four and a half years now. We're all 22 years old and went to high school together. BF's been friends with A since middle school. The weird part about all of this is that for the first three to three and a half years of our relationship, everything was totally fine, and I considered A to be a good friend of mine. He's always been a really smart person and can sometimes be arrogant about that, but it's become so much worse when he drinks, and he drinks a lot. We play bar trivia two nights a week, and he started yelling at people for getting the answers wrong and outright flipping out if we think he's wrong and he turns out to be right. It's dark. 
Yeah, I know. I, I just uh, immediately, <laughs> it's like, I feel like flashes of people that I know are going through my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I know that. I know that person. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's starting to ruin trivia. I spoke to my boyfriend, and he agreed to keep a watch out and try to stand up for me because a lot of times he picked A's side first. I can stand up for myself, obviously, but it would be nice to have my boyfriend on my side, too. So while I've been really irritated with his lashing out while he's drunk, a new pattern is forming where it seems like A believes I control my boyfriend. I noticed it at first when we all went camping, and if my boyfriend said he didn't want to do something or he was going to bed, A would say, oh, it's because of mayo, isn't it? Then when A tried to get back with his awful, awful ex-girlfriend, my boyfriend tried to convince him it was a bad idea, and A responded with, you're only saying you don't like my ex-girlfriend because that's what mayo wants. The most recent incident is that he believes my boyfriend has stopped drinking because I told him to. I'm not allowed to drink because of the medication I'm on. When my boyfriend really is trying to just save money and lose weight, the boyfriend explained this was not the case and dropped it. I'm pretty sure that A has an issue with alcohol. He seems annoyed when he's the only one drinking on a weeknight and was practically disturbed when I stopped drinking. He's also incredibly pushy about keeping people drinking once they start. I get so annoyed because every time I bring up my concerns with whatever A said or did, the response from my boyfriend and other friends is, oh, he's just drunk. But I feel like that's not a valid excuse when he's drunk all the time. How do I put up with this? It's starting to make me not want to hang out with my friends anymore. Mayo. There's something going on with your friend, man. Fucking jealousy much? Something like that. I mean, the dude's obviously... I personally think that he's hiding something. He's either like... I feel like, personally speaking, that honestly, I used to be that guy. When it came to drinking and like people not drinking enough, I was the person that would be pushing people. It's like, come on, man. Let's fucking do this. Let's throw down. And I had about five years that around that age that that is what I was to people. Mm-hmm. And part of it was that I didn't want to go home. Yeah. I didn't want to deal with shit. I didn't want to think about what was going on inside my head, so I drank instead. And I wanted everyone to be as drunk as I was. Because when you're drinking all the time, you want everybody to be drinking all the time. And I mean, I think it's the same with any addiction. Is that you're like, well, I'm doing this all the time. You should be doing this all the time. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for us, we kind of found a group of friends where all of us felt like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately and unfortunately. Yes. Is that we all kind of, we found a group of friends where all of us were like, yeah, let's get fucked up all the time. But we're also kind of starting to get to the point where it's not necessarily like that anymore uh, for whatever reason. Right. Uh, and it's, you know, we still kind of have some friends here and there that are like, come on, man, come on, let's fucking go out. Let's get this shit done. Let's fucking, let's go out and get fucked up. Uh, and it's a lot of times, sometimes it's just because, you know, that person's bored, but sometimes because that person has some shit going on in their life that they do not want to deal with. And your boyfriend's best friend has some shit going on in his life that he does not want to deal with. Well, even to the fact that you said that he tried to get back together with his ex-girlfriend, it's like, is it like, is he lonely? Is he, does he think that he's losing his best friend? Because I feel like that could be part of it. I think that sometimes it's hard when you're with somebody from such a young age that like he's known your boyfriend since middle school that he wasn't able to party with him the way like legally and out and being able to do it mm-hmm. without you around yeah and he was never able to do that and i feel like and i know that sounds so dumb but 
I think that that also could be part of it is that he never had him to go do that with and it's not in his mind because we're all I feel like all of us inside have these weird like tantrums where it's like it's not fair mm-hmm. I want to just hang out with him sometimes and I want to be able to, out, to like go out and drink with him but maybe you should sit down with this guy and have a talk over coffee yeah you know just like sit and be like hey man why are you doing all this shit it's like you want to get wasted get wasted honestly you can't tell somebody what they can and cannot do yeah he doesn't have a needle sticking out of his arm he's 22 I'm not saying that it's okay I'm saying that it should be put into check but you can't tell him to just stop yeah it's not it's not being you know getting wasted a lot at 22 ain't the most atypical thing in the world I just, I, I think, and I'm not, not that I'm condoning it for every single person, but like you not. said, you're not drinking because you can't and the fucker's got to understand that. Yeah. And maybe it is time that where it's like, it's not and like, or maybe you talk with him, with you and your boyfriend, because I think it's shitty that he blames you for everything that is your boyfriend when you're not around. I know you asked him to like stand up for you when you are around, but is he saying hey man i'm trying to lose weight and i want to get this shit done mm-hmm. i don't have the money to do this kind of shit then maybe he needs to stand up for himself too yeah that also kind of sounds a little bit like it like i think it sounds like he's just kind of like yeah i'm sorry man i've got a you know where he's apologizing to his friend uh for making you know choices about his own fucking life about his own habits it sounds like he's apologizing to him when he shouldn't be apologizing to him because if he's apologizing to him then that kind of implies that it's not his choice that he's doing this it kind of, it does sort of imply if he's like yeah i'm sorry dude like i can't can't do that then it sort of implies that you know i don't know like your the the friend guys that tends to be the first place our mind goes like when our friend has a change that they're doing in their life and they're not like yeah dude i'm fucking doing this your mind tends to go towards like well it's got to be because his girlfriend it's got to be the it's got to be, be the significant other. yeah it's got to be that it's it has to be uh, and it happens with girls too or e- either way it's like you you think like well it can't just be because he's doing that if he's apologizing for it if he's so fucking bummed about it then that probably means that she's making him do it but also that blows up a's ego too where he's just like he gets all self-righteous about like you can't let her do that kind of shit which umps up like honestly i feel like it ups up how much he drinks and how like upset he gets about shit and how he holds that anger at the tip of his mouth mm-hmm. so the second he starts drinking it just flies yeah because he's he wants to say things when he's sober but he can't so he just gets antagonistic and drinks instead but at the same time it's like he's gonna rather than uh, Mayo, stop hanging out with your friends stop hanging out with him for a while yeah maybe he needs to see that what he says and his actions are affecting people because I'm sure you're not the only one that feels this way. Everybody knows the drunk asshole. Yeah. And there are a lot of people that hang out with the drunk asshole because you're like, oh, because, you know, they're fun until they get mean. Yeah, because there's that line that the drunk asshole cried because the drunk asshole is usually a lot of fun until that line gets crossed. And they either get into a fight or they do something and they say something to piss you off. And I guess my problem is, is that I always knew the drunk asshole and I would fight instead. Mm. And that doesn't help anything either. No. But it, you you, get, you just got to talk about it when you're sober. And the, the him getting all pissed off at trivia night and shit like that, it sounds like this guy is just horribly frustrated with life. 
and sexually frustrated. Yeah. I'm going to throw that yeah. out there. <laughs> Man needs to get laid by a nice girl. Yeah. Or a nice boy, whatever he's fucking into. Whatever he's into. But you said ex-girlfriend, so I'm just assuming so here. So there you go. But I think that it's like, he's got to fucking figure some shit out because he is tense about something. Mm-hmm. It's not about you and your boyfriend's relationship. No. But he's taking it out on you because it's really fucking easy. Because you've he, like, I feel like the people that we're closest with, we give the most shit to because they'll take it and they won't go anywhere. Yeah. I think it's fucking time. You need to stop taking this shit. Yeah, man. And then, like, I, and also I feel like with the boyfriend too, where I've definitely used my significant other to get out of shit I don't want to do. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Everybody's done that. Everybody does that. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you know, I can't because I'm doing the whole thing. But that's got to end with him. He can't do that shit anymore either. Mm-hmm. Even if it is you. Yeah. Make something else up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Something like that. Because he probably is. Because your boyfriend might be doing that. You're very correct. And the boyfriend, and so your boyfriend's best friend is like, fuck, man, I can't fucking hang out with my fucking best friend anymore because he's always hanging out with this bitch. Uh, and... It's probably your boyfriend probably doesn't want to hang out with him any more than you want to hang out with him. Right. If your boyfriend isn't living the same lifestyle uh, that your friend is living, it's hard, you know. And that happens. That happens in friendships as you get older. That happens a lot, man. When you kind of get up to, uh, you know, when you you get older and you start kind of changing your lifestyle, where it's like, no, I'm not going to drink all the time anymore. Uh, I just can't really live that anymore. There are friends that don't change that lifestyle and they drop off. And they drop off, you know, just because you don't do the same things anymore. You just don't have the same. Uh, you, you don't unwind the same way. Uh, and so if your boyfriend is kind of getting where he doesn't really unwind the same way that your friend does uh, and he doesn't want to go out and drink all the time, then he's just kind of tell him that. It's just like, dude, you want to just fucking do something else? Like, just go to a movie or, or something like that. You know, like we don't have to go out and get wasted or fucking blitzed or anything. Um, but if he doesn't want to go out and drink with his buddy, then he should tell his buddy he doesn't want to go out and drink. And just take it on himself. I mean, it's his responsibility. Yeah, it's, it's his, his own thing. choice. Yeah, he can't use you to fuck. He can't use you to get out of the bullshit that he's got going on with his own friend. But I think he's the only one that can stop the cycle of a thinking that it's you that's doing all of this shit. Yeah. Because also, who cares if he wants to stop drinking as much because you can't drink as much? Because you know what? Yeah, it sucks. It sucks if your significant other can't drink or doesn't do something that you're into. And also, yeah, you taper back. Yeah. Because what am I going to sit there and be wasted and then you're not? Mm-hmm. That's that no sucks. fun. Uh, take it from someone who's done it. It's no fun. It's no fun. Being the drunk one, I mean. Yes, being the drunk <laughs> one. Being the drunk one. Yeah, but on the other hand, it's not fun the other way either. Right. Like, if you're like just sort of like, eh, I'm not going to drink tonight, and the other person is wasted, like, it's just, conf- it, it's just inf- it can be infuriating. And every once in a while, it's all, it's all good because, you know, they still can, but, but your boyfriend is being respectful of you. And that, and it's like, yeah, you can have all the, have all the excuses he wants, but at the end of the day, he loves you, and you guys have been together for a long time, and that is a that's a respect thing to be like, hey, I'm not gonna just be wasted every single night if you can't be. There's a lot more to life than getting wasted. Yes, there's, there's so, so much. much more. There's so much more to life. Yeah, getting wasted is real fucking fun, and we've spent a lot of time doing it in our lives. Yes, uh, but there's so much more to life than than getting wasted, uh, and I think you're, you know you're, it takes some people longer to figure out that out than others. I, it took me a very long time, way past 22. Oh yeah. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, I mean, I'm still in the middle of it. But well, you're you know, you're like, you're not as I'm petering. You're petering now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Nowhere near as like your height was like 
three, four years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've peaked. I peaked. You peaked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the way back now. <laughs> you peaked. We both peaked. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, I peaked a few years ago as well. Uh, and so you just kind of have to get to the point where you're not, you know, dependent so much on getting wasted to connect with your friend. Because that's sometimes that's what it is. Sometimes some friends, you just connect with them when you're wasted. Uh, and it's not to say that's not friendship, because uh, it is. It's still a friendship of a kind, uh, but you just got to figure out a different way to connect with that person. And right. if you can't, then, I don't know, time to switch friends, man. Yeah. I mean, but that's, but you do not tell your boyfriend no, that. No, 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 no. You do no, not no. tell your boyfriend any of this. Like, as far as, like, you should maybe not hang out with him anymore because then you are that girl. Then you yes. become the girlfriend that this guy says that it, this guy thinks that you are. Uh, you can't, yeah, you can't say that. You can't say maybe you should get some new friends, but you should just say, be like, what the fuck's that guy's problem? Yeah. You just get a little more aggressive about it. Mm-hmm. I, I just think, I mean, you're doing it for yourself, you're doing it for him, and you're doing it for your friend, too. Yeah. I mean, this guy, the more, I, I don't think he realizes it, but the more he starts hammering this home, the more it's going to kind of become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, yeah, he's going to lose everybody. Yeah, where he becomes such a dick uh, about you not hanging out with him that you stop hanging out with him. Exactly. Yeah, and, and that's how these things go, man. So the, your friend needs a talking to, uh, plain and simple. Hell yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You go get him, Mayo. You go get him, Mayo. All right, one more. I'm a nurse's aide at a nursing home. What are we going to call her? Ooh, slaptastic. Slaptastic. Woo. It says, I'm a nurse's aide at a nursing home. I think I love my job. It makes me happy, but so much bad stuff happens every single day that I throw up before work more often than not. All I hear is death rattles. All I feel is doom and gloom and the need to rush from one resident's room to the next to make sure they're comfortable. I can't even make sure they're happy. I just make sure they haven't been sitting in their own filth for hours. Being comfortable and being happy are very different things. I have a very hard time remembering every goofy thing that happens during my day because at the forefront of my mind, Pearl is dying slowly and in constant pain. I'm very good at my job, not to be cocky. Once I get to work, I push all my negative feelings to the side and do as much as I possibly can to help my residents. My job makes me 50-50 happy and sad. I just don't know what to do. I live in a town with a population of 310. Every town surrounding me for 40 miles in each direction has a population of less than 2,000. When I work now, where I work now is the best option for me other than construction, but I can't do construction because I was in a wheelchair for seven years till I got my hip replaced at 21, but I still don't have the muscle to deal with hard labor. There are no jobs around here that pay as well. I haven't been to college because I don't know what the fuck I want to do with my life. Nowhere pays over minimum wage. Nothing will give me the satisfaction this does, but this job is hard. It kills me sometimes it's so hard. Should I quit? Should I ignore all the positives and money that come with it? My residents time after time fill my heart with happiness, but at the same time, I'm exhausted, underappreciated by my employers, and sad because I'm with dying people eight hours a day, six days a week. Also, to the listeners who have family members in nursing homes, go visit them right now. Life is hard in there and everyone working there, especially the nurses' aides who are working their asses off to make sure your loved ones are comfortable. We don't have the time to make all our residents happy. I wish that we did, but I simply do not because I have 13 other people who need to shit, eat, and lay down, and they need my help for that. 
see your family. It makes all the difference in the world. I can't remember the last time I took a lunch break anywhere else than a resident's room who needed emotional support. I don't know what to do. I love my job, but I hate it. I don't have many options other than the gas station. It's hard. I'm so lost. Sleptastic. Goddamn. It's a rough one, man. Uh, I... I definitely get that you love your job and you hate your job all at the same time. Uh, you, but you are running a very real burnout risk here. I think that everything you said about the money and and and, and all of that, and that you can't get another job. I don't think that you should get a different job. I think if there's something that you could look forward to, something that you can move towards, that it could be that if you save up every fucking cent you have. And move to a bigger city. Yeah. To be able to get a different job so that you couldn't go to school for nursing because it sounds like you're fucking natural. It sounds like it's what you want to be doing. But if you got the proper schooling for it, you might be able to be in a place where you're able to help more people and in a more fu- like a high functioning environment that would make you the the love side of the job be bigger than the hate side of the job. Because the way that you're going right now. It's awesome that you're helping people, and thank you so much for doing it. It is a completely thankless job, but you are going to burn out. Yeah. there You cannot continue like this forever because you can't. I mean, some uh, for this sort of work, for this sort of, like, for nursing home work and especially small-town nursing home work, because I grew up in a similar area the similar situation that you're in right now as far as population it was a town a little over 300 uh the nearest town with a population of over a couple thousand was about 60 70 miles away uh and i've been to these small town nursing homes they're not great they're kind of shitty like they're they're i don't know about yours in particular but the ones that i've seen are not the most pleasant places on the face of the planet. And I understand that you're there for them, that you feel like you need to be there for them, but I don't know if you have the temperament for this in particular. To do this as a long-term career in this particular part, in in this particular, uh, I guess, area of nursing. Environment, yeah. But it sounds like you're a fucking great nurse. It sounds like you have the compassion uh, needed to be a solid nurse and to actually be good and the at work your ethic job. too, because that is it is again. I mean, yeah. nursing all types of nursing is for the most part a thankless job. You are the one that does all the heavy work, but you're also the one that is on the level of the patient that actually has to deal with the people, mm-hmm. and that is that is something that that not everybody has. No, and and if you've got that and you have that calling figure out a way that if you can get to schooling for it, take out a bunch of fucking loans. Who cares? Everyone's got student loans. It, figure it out to get out of there, to move on to a bigger environment so that you can learn more, or even just a, a, a hospital or, or something else with your experience now and and obviously with your temperament that I think that you'd be able to move on to a different form of nursing yeah nursing school while still expensive is is nowhere near as expensive as like a university yeah uh not even close to anywhere near as expensive and it doesn't sound like you need to go to college it sounds like you've i mean you say you don't know what to do with your life but i think you might already be doing it i think you're doing it i think that with the right training you'd be able to find exactly what will make you happy in Mm -hmm. it yeah and somewhere because you've already been in the worst that it's ever going to get. It's never going to get as bad as this. You, you've been working in the trenches uh, and you 
do not, I don't think you're ever going to see a job as bad as the one that you're in right now. Everything after this is going to seem like fucking cake. Like if you get a job in a good hospital or hell, any hospital, the people you're going to deal with in there are not going to be anywhere near as heartbreaking as the ones that you're dealing with right now. And I think there are some people out there that can do this job for years and years and years and be able to totally put it away when they get back from work. But if you're throwing up before work every day, nah, man, this ain't, this ain't the place for you. It's the job for you. Yes, but it's not the place for you. There is nothing in life that is worth any kind of money or anything that you wake up. I've had the jobs where I wake up every morning and I cry for an hour before I go to work. I cry when I get home. There is nothing that's worth that. No. There's nothing. And you're right. If you have no other opportunity, then you can't you can't go from what you're making there to working at a gas station. That is Not that the gas station is bad, but I mean money-wise, that's a big hit. Yeah. I say if you uh, you set your sights on getting the fuck out of that particular environment, that it will help you get through it. If you have a light at the end of the tunnel, that's something that you are working towards, something that you can look at, I think that that will get you through it. But it's just, life's too fucking short to hate your day every day. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got bad days, but to hate it every day, it, it, it's just, there's not enough time. Yeah, there's really not enough time. And you've already overcome so much. Like, you've been, you were in a wheelchair for seven years, you said, uh, and you got your hair replaced at 21. I mean, that's the thing. You've been through so much shit. You've been through so much shit, man, is that I think right now you're making life harder than it needs to be. You know, it, save up that money. Yeah, save up that fucking money or take out loans. Like Jackie said, you know, you can with nursing school, you're you're it's not like you're going and getting a, a fucking, you know, BA in fine arts or some or some hey. shit like that. Hey, I have one too, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but you're getting a, a you're getting a you're you would be getting a degree in something which you could always find a job. You can always find a nursing job. There's always going to be jobs for you out there uh, in this area. And, and also it, it could take you out of there. Yeah. There are places all over the world that hire that kind of stuff. It's like that it opens up everything for you. Give yourself the opportunity to live. Yeah, and if the apocalypse comes, if everything goes to shit, Man, you, you are one of, the, you're one of the most popular. You're one of the most popular, valuable people out there. Nurse, oh yeah, I'm. I'm gonna want a nurse in my fucking. I think about group. that often. I have nothing <laughs> to contribute. Oh man, I'd be a three dog. Three dog night, <laughs> as in joy to the world. You're just singing I, there, joy to, to the world. Hey everybody, how's about some food? <laughs> I Ooh. love three dog night. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna give me some food? You're gonna give me some food. Who's got a can of dog food? Yeah, for me. Yeah, all right. No, it'd be like the the uh, the DJ in the post apocalyptic ways. Oh, the D- oh, I forgot. Even more important than three dog night. People need music. Yes, they, need, they need music. They need someone to give them the news. At least I can sew on a button. <laughs> I could sew something. Yeah, I can. We've already established that I can climb. Yes, you can climb. But climbing would be a very valuable skill. You gotta when everything get high goes to shit. so that you could see far. Exactly. What's what's going on over in that direction? I don't know. Maybe we should get Marcus to climb up oh that. Oh my god, gra- you're gonna be Legolas. Tower. Yeah, the birds they are flying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Do you have that on the wind? Do you have that one? Hide! <laughs> that would be me. Yes. But yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. man. No, no, no. But I, yeah, I, I think I think you know what to do. 
Yeah, I, I think I think that of course you're the only one where we're just giving you. I mean, this is just an idea to throw out there. Uh, but just remember that there are options. There are options. You, With, you don't need to feel as hopeless as you do. There are, th- and it's like yeah, they're they're difficult to do. But you know, every change is difficult, and it just depends on what precipice you're looking at the change from. That from the outside perspective, it's like yes, it will be difficult. But fucking do it. It's so worth it. Yeah, man. It's worth it. Or else you're going to blink and it's going to be 25 years from now and you're going to be thrown up all day long mm-hmm. and in the same fucking job and, and you're going to be miserable. Yeah, and your teeth will be rotten out from all the acid. From the throw up. <laughs> but I say, I, I'm, I support you a thousand percent. Yeah, I support you a thousand percent too. I think you know where to go and you know what to do. Uh, you just got to figure out if that's what you really want. All right, everybody, if you uh, have any questions or uh, for us or anything to say about uh, any of our letters today, cavecomedyradio at gmail.com is the uh, email address to write to, and we'll talk to you all next week. I'm loving it. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. <laughs>